0: Hi, I'm Connor.
1: And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on Patreon.com slash radio.
0: We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November.
1: Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at Patreon.com slash radio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hylians, and Dekus around.
0: Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way
1: that naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then we can't
0: stop him we've tried want a deep dive on the hookshot? it's coming fascinated by Zelda clones we're covering them always dreamed of a Zelda space solace well now my Goron brother It's happening.
1: Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier.
0: We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's it's dangerous dangerous to to go 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 alone. alone. Take
1: Take us. us!
0: Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, which is a podcast where I, your host, Connor McKay, bring on a guest to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. And on the show, we talk as much about what made playing the game fun and memorable for our guest as we will about what was interesting regarding the context of when they played it and maybe even some memories they have tied to the game. Who knows? That's the fun of it. I have no idea what my guest is going to share. It could be horrifying, and I just got to sit through it, baby. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of housekeeping up top is that, uh, you sh- if you like the show, if you, this is maybe your first time, but you're already loving the tones of my voice, check us out on social media. That's where you can engage with the show. You can see uh, and hear when new episodes are released. You can see the cool art I make. Maybe even learn a little bit about our guest. You can do that on Instagram at Call Me By Your Game Pod. Or on Twitter at call me by your game, but just the one Y. So that's B Y O U R on Twitter. Um, if you're a listener and you want to support the show, uh, you can do that a few ways. Of course, uh, you can give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would truly love to hear maybe something about your favorite episode, maybe the favorite game we've talked about this, or just how gosh darn charming our guest today was. I know the reviews are going to flood in after that. Um, you can also share this show with a friend, whether they like this game or another one from all our big backlog that we've done at this point, or video games in general. And lastly, you've probably heard an ad for it already, but you should check us out on Patreon. You can do that over at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. That is a little network that myself and producer Jeremy Schmidt uh, have running with a ton of bonus content, including our Legend of Zelda Games Club series uh, that we're doing all year long. That's it for the housekeeping. And I can finally introduce our wonderful guest for today. coming all the way from the gosh darn East Coast. <laughs> You're about to hear fuck boys rock star, funny fella from New York City and the piss king himself, Andy Bastillos. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi, how you doing?
0: Hey, man. Thanks for having am... me
2: on the show.
0: You know what? The honor is all mine. I know you didn't say it was an honor, but I know you were feeling it. Uh, I felt it. Sh- I,
2: th- I said it with my eyes. Uh, you really yes, did. I did. And, yeah.
0: And you've given and me that hurt, honor. It stare hurts before.
2: to talk with the eyes.
0: Have you ever <laughs> really tried does. to say things with your eyes? It fucking hurts. Andy, yeah. I would ask you to stop straining. I don't want you to feel any pain on this we're episode. To tell you I love you with my eyes. Oh, I, now that I see it, I kind of like it. Um, dude, I am doing just fine. It is so good to have you on the show, my friend. Um, You are – this is a trend that happens on the show where I will see a friend maybe post something like the – what they think is just an innocent like Instagram story or tweet or something about video games or in this case, maybe a friend of ours has talked about playing video games with that person. Um, uh, Curtis, uh, I'm calling you out. And then (laughs) I swoop in and like a a total creep and I'm like, hey, do you want to come on my video game podcast? And so – My friend, that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. Um, But how are you doing? I know you, uh, well, first of all, answer that question. How are you doing, my friend? And then I'll talk about how we know each other a little bit. Uh, I'm good. I'm I'm hanging in.
2: Uh, 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 Famously, uh, I have uh, ball cancer. Yes. Uh, The right ball. Um, So I've been dealing with that shit since January. Uh, But I finished chemo. My guy. And uh, everything looks good. So now I'm just getting some surgery. In a couple of days, and then uh, after that, I might need one more, and then Daddy's back, and then That's you'll what be gonna say. pissing all over us
0: once again. <laughs> <And I'm laughs> one ball dropping, fucking piss loads all over the goddamn place. <laughs> yeah, uh, famously, the uh, balls' responsibility uh, as far as the body goes. Um, mm-hmm. Well, dude, piss comes from the balls. Uh, yeah, so take that to the bank, listener. Um, I'm glad to hear you're doing so well, even if you you. weren't, it would be an absolute joy to freaking see you because you, uh, over the last, I'm certain we've known each other by two years at this point, although, unfortunately, a year and a half of those two years has been in a pandemic, Um, Right. but we met because you are a hilarious comedian, improviser, rock star from New York. You moved out to LA in well let me know i i to my memory you moved here in 2019 or was it before that uh october 2018 okay cool
2: yeah yeah but i was Dang. doing like the i came for a cbs showcase so i was pretty much doing that oh. and talking to no one until like <laughs> february when that finished wow i was only and then- like seeing those scumbags every day for you know Whatever months those were.
0: Was it, are they, is that an endearing scumbags or was it truly shitty? Oh, very endearing. Love all those people. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, no, no. Those pieces of shit. I would die for any of them. Oh, so sweet. Um, Well, at a certain point, you know, being from the UCB uh, New York scene, you Mm -hmm. started doing indie shows out here. I definitely met you through. I think the first name ever dropped on this show was Molly Kiernan, so the all the diehards know uh, who, who Kiernan is. But um, but I met you through Molly, probably mm-hmm. like at the clubhouse or maybe even at a kaleidoscope. I don't actually. That's remember. my guess.
2: I don't yeah. also fully remember, but it's got to be at at definitely a clubhouse and definitely probably a kaleidoscope or something. Yeah, because you used to host the show after. Yes, yes. And you and then you would see me or we would both be on Kaleidoscope and then yes. you were very kind and you were like do you want to uh, sit in or be in the next <laughs> show and I would lose my mind to, to get to do those things. It was such a great way to meet so many of you. Uh, and that was so nice. I felt like so cool that you guys were
0: like do you want to play with us? And I go
1: <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's So it was very
0: dope. It's uh it's it's great always great to hear from people who you know are very you know not just well established but well loved and such like a joy to watch on stage still express that sort of thing when it comes to just getting asked to do a show cuz um some you know i think not necessarily complacency can set in but almost like a after a certain amount of time i feel like you occasionally see a i don't know if it's a loss of love but like a you just sort of lose the the joy so that's really nice right. to hear that you were excited uh to do that and i but i do remember even though we didn't meet meet until probably that summer Mm -hmm. which is also when i'm pretty sure i met like jordan myrick and a few more people yeah um i had absolutely seen you perform not only improv in new york at dcm and i'm pretty sure you were you on a team that did like the cage match that would go up on youtube
2: uh, I was on a team. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. The, the weekend team I was on did cage match a couple of times. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I on a team called Bucky. S- yes,
0: yes. That's it. I have definitely seen you on YouTube doing improv before I knew who you were. Uh, and then also uh, at DCM, I think both years in 2017 and 2018, I watched so Fuckboys of- boys play a just totally killer concert in the party <laughs> space.
2: Oh, that is still the coolest thing we've I've ever gotten to do in my entire life. The coolest was, thing we've ever gotten to do. It like, was just electric. It was what so great a wild. I still like dream there's footage of it for both oh years, gosh. and we've never gotten any of the footage. Oh, it's crazy. I've tried to track down the because like both times the like audio engineers uh, or the people they hired also happened to have like decent cameras on them, so they were mm-hmm. like, we'll just shoot it. And so they shot both years. And then I emailed both of them every single year, just like begging them to send me the stuff. Oh. They'd be like, I'll oh, send it, we'll send it. And then they just never would. Oh, uh, But I'm dying to one day, maybe they'll remember and send it my way just for nostalgia's sake.
0: Gosh, I'm also now, you've roped me into the hopefulness. Like I'm hoping <laughs> for this too. Uh, yeah, I. it's just one of those things where I was like, I never would have thought I'd meet you, let alone have like, a semblance of a friendship with you <laughs> and uh <laughs> so yeah dude you are just one of the funniest performers out there and just such a electric and loving personality you're you're i mean you're the enough. piss king for for christ's <laughs> sakes so um that's how we know each other oh there's the shirt uh, shout out kate chalk for making kate these uh, piss freak shirts this beautiful piss freak shirt um i wear it all right the time on, uh, my
2: parents always look at it and don't understand what it means uh <laughs> or why I get sent letters and things on boxes Everything. that just say piss everywhere. And my mom <laughs> quietly just goes, Another box for you. It says piss. Cries uh, for uh, the And rest I never of the explain afternoon. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cr- weeps downstairs. <laughs> I hear her on the phone, His name is
0: piss. <laughs> I think he changed it. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's that's how I know you, mm. Mr. Bastillos. But is there anything else that you'd like to share about yourself uh, with the listener that uh, that you just felt like? uh uh uh, uh I, I still do a lot of music uh, check out uh i have
2: music stuff on my instagram and on youtube just at my name andy Bustillos. uh i do a lot of covers with a lot of people yes uh and they're so been, good like, the thing i've been doing for the last like yeah year and a half since the pandemic started um i'm gonna put out another one tomorrow uh and i think that might be my last one for a while um but yeah That's something fun that you can check out. They're like fun covers with like everyone plays in their bedroom. And
0: then I edit it together into something that makes sense. Yes. I forget who it was. I want to say I met... There it was at the parking I was telling you about before we started recording. But someone I think maybe it was maybe it was just actually Curtis talking about how he was like really self conscious about how it was how his part was going to come out. And then when you put it together, he was like, "Oh, I feel pretty good about this. This is amazing."
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, I also just fuck with the timing. I like I'll make everyone sound like like I have like violins and stuff, and I'll yeah, I will auto tune violins and stuff because like if you go off key or like mm-hmm. they do a you know because all that shit is so like it's wild yes um, so i clean everything up even if it's like group gang vocals and stuff i'll, yeah. I'll make everyone
0: sound like very very nice uh yeah so wow, what a what a team player you are the you're tr- <laughs> a true glue guy um as you are on stage uh that's amazing and then there's one Coming out tomorrow? That's yes, incredible.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, I recorded uh, right before I got sick in December, like the mm. week before. Um, I rented this house uh, in the fucking desert, this like 70s oh. rock looking house. Um, and I recorded two covers there. Oh. And one night I just got like hammered and then recorded <laughs> these two songs. Uh, one was the Phoebe Bridgers cover. Um, oh, wow. And then the other one is the one I'm putting out tomorrow, which is uh, simply. I think it's just called The Best, the Tina Turner song, The Best. Um, Amazing. Simply the best. Uh, so I'm finally finishing that one. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean, I have a full head of hair and this is shot in December, but I'm yes. finally putting it out now. Um, so yeah, that's that's going to be
0: the one. That's so exciting. That's, I mean, perfect because this is going to come out Wednesday. So we'll just use it to boost that and promote it. Oh my gosh. Hell yeah. Now with my listener base, Andy, you're going to pop off, brother. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Can you remind me again, the channel name? Uh, So on Instagram, it's just my name,
2: A-N-D-Y-B-U-S-T-I-L-L-O-S. And then on YouTube, it's also just my name, Andy Bustillos, A-N-D-Y-B-U-S-T-I-L-L-O-S.
0: Perfect. Uh anything yeah. you end up plugging today, including those things, I'll put in the show notes so people can just it's just one click away. Do a little clicky. There. I love it. Hell yeah. Um was that all you wanted to share about yourself? Uh yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
2: Okay. I mean, that's pretty much all I've been doing.
0: You okay. Know. Cool. Yeah. Killer. Well, yeah. um, like I told you, I definitely want to discuss before we get into the game today, the uh your just general history with video games. But before we do that, would you mind telling the listener what game yes. we're going to talk about? The game we're going to talk about is a little game. I think it came
2: <laughs> out originally in 1992, but then was re-released uh once the PlayStation came out or whatever the fuck or it was just re-released for the PlayStation in 1994, a game called Road Rash. I'm, Road Rash, Road Rash, R O A D R A S H, a fucking motorcycle racing fighting game with mean ass rock and roll playing <laughs> fucking monster magnet shit and goddamn Soundgarden while you beat the shit out of another guy on a bike with a chain. Um, it was fucking awesome. Everyone wow. looked like a scumbag in it. All the artwork was like dirty and scumbaggy. Uh-huh. Like the hangout room was like a toilet, like a nasty urinal room where you hung out with all the other bikers. What it a is, fucking dream of a game.
0: This is a game that I was like mildly familiar with. But after doing research for it, it is one of the most 90s video games I've ever oh, seen.
2: It is. As like, because I, when, I, when I started playing it, yeah, I was like very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever, eight eight nine years old or something uh but i was super into like metal and metallica and yes and all kinds of heavy (laughs) shit uh and so it was the greatest game i had ever seen in my
0: life this is incredible ah well well thank you for introducing it so excited to dive into that in a little bit uh but let's go down memory lane first with some other games my friend um do you remember the first time you even took an interest in like a video game at all um, I feel like, I mean, I definitely have had
2: every single console. So I definitely had a Nintendo.
0: Whoa, uh, Mr.
2: Big shot. Okay. I know I'm also 35 or almost 35, so I, <laughs> that's why, um, uh, but I definitely had a Nintendo. Um, and awesome. so like I fell in love, you know, from the start, but I also never played like a ton. I just was obsessed with getting whatever new thing came out, buying like a couple of games, uh-huh. playing those a bunch, and then probably never touching it again until Super Nintendo came out. And then buying sure. that, playing a couple of games on that, never yeah. touching it again until whatever else, uh, until PlayStation started to come out and stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, that, and our, you... arcades. Went to a lot of arcades too.
0: I had oh, a, an arcade
2: a, boy, huh? A godfather well, who used to bring me to arcades all the time.
0: Wow. Now that's a godfather for you. My goodness. So, he also um,
2: used to take me to to horse races all the time. So he <laughs> was great. He was, yeah. he's a class. I haven't seen him in literally in like 20
0: years. <laughs> he disappeared <laughs> off the face of the planet. Wow. Uh, now this is a mystery <laughs> I wish we could solve today, but I'm sure we won't. Uh, that's we won't. incredible. Um, where did you grow up? Are you also from New- the New York area? Yes. I grew up in Queens.
2: Um, I lived okay. in, in, yeah, in Astoria. Pretty much uh, until I was like 14. And then I moved to Rosedale, which is also in Queens. And I spent my time there until I moved out, uh, you know, in my early 20s.
0: Wow. Amazing. So were these arcades, they had to be in that area is my guess. Yeah. The one I used to go to all the time when I lived
2: in Astoria, um, because my godfather would pick me up and take me, was uh, in Whitestone. Okay. Because there's like a shopping center there and there was an arcade there that was like where all the like kids who cut class would hang out it was like gnarly (laughs) and dark and crazy and it was also near a note like a otb where he where he could like uh do his thing so we would go like either go bet on stuff first like Uh go with him and then we'd go like as a treat go blow a bunch of money at the arcade yes uh, or vice versa um but (laughs) oh man i was like obsessed with going there uh and playing like a lot of the Ninja Turtles game, a lot of the oh yeah baby X Men game. Uh, I feel like those Ooh, some were the good two beat em big ups. ones. Yeah, I just loved like the simplicity and being able to hit it really hard and not have to like. Your hands hurt less when you're just doing this.
0: Oh yeah. When you're wagging the joystick.
2: Like, Cause when you're like doing a little squeezy squeeze mm-hmm. on a real remote, yes. a real controller, it fucking sucks. You're using to all of your fingers. For oh, oh, well, the listener,
0: Andy looks like the most frantic crab squeezing I'm a controller saying. with his little I mean, that's how you, when you
2: hold it, it fucking <laughs> yes. sucks. Imagine the little fucking crab trying to do that. Or it's just a flat surface that you smash with all of your rage. Yes. Um, I mean, what,
0: what, what a dream an Arcade is.
2: Absolutely. For the hands, a
0: dream for the hands it really that's what that's what they led with as far as their slogan goes no wonder they were so successful for a while um that is so cool i do have a question though what is an mm-hmm. otb is that like a betting place yeah it's like where you uh bet on like uh, race forces um, okay gotcha. so you go
2: there and you pick like uh, this this one and that one or whatever and then you sit down and wait to see if you win uh wow yeah Incredible. Very fun. <laughs>
0: that, that's really cool. Okay. It's I usually
2: just, full of like insane old. It's always like old dudes and people drinking booze out of like brown bags and going ah oh, fuck yes ah oh, <laughs> damn it and I'm like what we won oh we lost and were you fun, you were right? a lot
0: you could just go into this with him or were you like waiting outside I gotta hear I remember about always this.
2: going inside with him I'm pretty sure kids are I mean that was also in the you know late 80s early sure. 90s. So you can still like, you can maybe you still can in there, but yeah. everyone could smoke inside. So it was mm. just like where you went. Uh, I don't remember ever having to stand outside, uh, but also he went a lot. So it's possible kids weren't allowed, but he hmm. was the mayor of the O T B. Hell yeah! Or you were you
0: were just the most badass or, kid they I, had ever seen. <laughs> yeah,
2: I had a huge mustache. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sunglasses. I wore a lot of sunglasses that, as a kid, so that might have been what sold me as a oh, yeah degenerate. That really
0: you know. uh, ages you up
2: about 25 years wearing sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even if you've got tiny legs, you put on a pair of
0: sunglasses. Them <laughs> legs is long. Exactly. That's what they say. Yeah. That's incredible. My goodness. Uh, uh, this has nothing to do with uh, – this is just an anecdote I want to share, but did you know they're coming out with a – uh, a new tmnt beat 'em up game later it's supposed to be later this year no i did not know that yes and i believe it's going to be on switch and a few other consoles but like Ooh. i should send you the trailer because it's called uh i think teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge and it's like just like the old arcade beat ups it looks really cool
2: well, i was gonna say what does it look like does it look animated or like yes computer ain't like very computery
0: looking. It's, it's kind of like how they'll make uh sort of like developers now will make 16 bit style games, but they're, they look a little crisper and better because they're made with today's technology. Right. It's, it just looks like an homage to that. Ori- those original games. That's
2: awesome.
0: Yeah. And in fact, oh, that's I might, a dream. Like I might just, uh you know, get you on pod here saying that you'd be interested in playing with me sometime. Cause I think yes. you can play online together.
2: Great. Yeah. And I have a switch. Uh, um, <laughs> Dream so puncture. boom, I
0: would wow. love to do that. Yeah. I didn't know that was happening. That's so cool. cool. I love to do that uh, to get people to commit to things on, the, on air. That way uh, you can't back they out. Have, you it. have
2: to do it. I can't back out. You get I just the told rollers. everyone to have a switch. So now, you know, I can't say
0: <laughs> I don't have a switch. Oh man. Well, if you need me to edit that part out, I can to get you off the hook, but just <laughs> let me know. Um, so you, okay. So you had some systems, you were really into the arcades, Um, was the playstation aside from road rash was that also a big console for you uh i mean yeah because that was like i remember
2: i opened it on like christmas uh oh wow and the like pack or the one that i got came with like a football game or something um and possibly pap Rapper the rapper maybe that was the the game that came out with the first one awesome Um, so like those are i never play football games and pat rabbit the rapper was like a ridiculous stupid game (laughs) yes and both of them i played a ton because i was they were like the first ones that looked so much better than super nintendo you know what i mean or whatever the fuck um so i definitely played those a lot and just got obsessed with the idea of games being on cds versus like it just felt more adult i felt like
0: I'm going to do it now. Uh, my games are on CDs. It you know? looks, it feels more sophisticated for very, sure. Very, yeah. Um, um, being oh, a kid it. who's into music, would you ever use it just as like a CD player? I definitely did. Cool. Um, but I also had like
2: uh, a big ass boom box yeah, thing you did. that I would just blast my fucking, I'd listen to Disturbed or <laughs> I played some video games. <laughs> oh, yes. Down with the
0: sickness, <laughs> ever heard of it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ever heard of it? suckers my gosh uh that that, no surprises here is what i'll say Uh, that's incredible (laughs) um okay so you're into the playstation throughout your life like maybe since that time or even if if there's an early another early game you didn't mention yet um what are some like meaningful games to you aside from road rash i'd love to hear like a couple highlights if you don't mind uh um (coughs) i definitely Mm.
2: played um I mean, there's that, the Bart Simpson, uh, I didn't have it, but my friend had it on Sega. Okay. I think Uh, it's like Bart's Nightmare.
0: Yeah. Remember that game? There's a bunch of like Bart games. We actually just did one with, do you know Ali Gondor?
2: Yes. Or I know who, like I've seen him at auditions and and he's very, very cool and nice.
0: Yes. that Awesome dude. He just came on and talked about Bart versus the world. So we've had some recent Simpsons Bart talk on the show. Okay. It's in the air. Yeah. uh but i played that a
2: ton and i never ever finished it because it's impossibly it's like if you like google people like everyone goes this game is one impossible and you have to beat it all the way there's no like saving and you have to be perfect (laughs) all the way through and it's they don't explain any of the rules for any of the games in it Uh so you just kind (laughs) of guess how the fuck you play each (laughs) stupid thing um But I was obsessed and I could only play it, I'd say, once every two weeks when I'd go to his house. Yeah. So, like, it was a game that haunted me forever of, like, one day I'll beat it and I never could and I never had enough time with it. So, that's, like, a big one. I played a lot of, like, animated Disney games because I used to be obsessed with Disney. So, I played, like, um, Aladdin. I played so much of Aladdin on Super Nintendo um, and a lot of Lion King. Uh, classic game i just i love the way they look
0: uh-huh.
2: i love this like simplicity of them yes uh, aladdin i beat like thousands of times uh-huh. lion king i don't think i ever beat because i would just get really frustrated there were some like jumps that were just too hard and i dumb have seen shit like, like
0: internet discourse about mm. that game and the terror it brought to many children <laughs> it is because so many things just
2: were almost impossible and you would just like scream and sweat and yell at the tv <laughs> But I loved the way they looked. I
1: just thought they looked so
2: cool. I I know
0: I keep telling. I'm hopefully I'm just bringing you more good news. But did you know that they have like a uh, collection of those two games uh, that they re-released recently? And those are, I think, it might also be on Switch. Whoa, no! And you might even be able to like. I I hope I'm not just making this up, but you might even be able to like rewind the parts that you lose on, so you can like rewind and just try it again.
2: I've gotten, I've done that with like, because uh, Switch has like Nintendo games yeah. and Super Nintendo games. So like every time you like die, yeah, you just rewind, and that way, that's been great. So that yes. I can like rebeat Mario and not like pull my hair out of my fucking <laughs> yes. eyes. Um, but I haven't seen those two yet. But if they do end up there, I will inevitably lose my mind. Like yeah. I will run run through those for sure. They're I definitely. Miss playing them
0: they are not on like the switch online free free service that comes when you buy it for a year i think it's like a separate package oh gotcha 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 okay okay but yeah that's great that's awesome yeah but um sorry to interrupt you i did just i had to share
2: no thank you uh that's really good to know um a lot of power rangers uh, there was a power rangers game that i used to fucking be obsessed with (laughs) it was so fun it was it's it was the same as like uh the Ninja Turtles game and stuff. Uh oh, those okay, kinds of gotcha. games. Um so I would play that a ton. Cause I love anything you can like power up in and get, you know, bigger. Oh yeah. Um a lot of Contra. I was Ooh. obsessed with that game. Contra. Oh, yeah, you just, mentioned that one too. Yeah. I love it's just like cool, crazy, scary looking graphics. Like all the uh-huh. monsters were sloppy with big tongues, <laughs> and all the screams were like,
0: oh yeah.
2: <laughs> uh every time someone died, they go, yeah uh it was so aggro uh and i fucking loved it um so a lot of that um oh resident evil oh. Um, big oh, yeah, big yeah, yeah. big fan of the first one when that first came out on Play- playstation right i think yeah maybe it was playstation 2 um and i just got the new one for ps5 and i've been playing that and it's fucking cool but also makes me so dizzy
0: oh my gosh is it something about like the first person mode Yes. And also, like,
2: I like to play in the dark and make it, like, yeah. if I'm playing a scary Ooh, game, I want the you fucking really lights off, I want it. the sound up, and I want to, like, be fucking scared. But, like, even when it's the beginning of the game, there's, like, a good 15 minutes where you're just walking through the dark woods with, like, a uh-huh. tiny, tiny light. So, it adds to how scary it is, but it also visually will make you dizzy because you're literally, it, everything is just trees, and you're just, like, trying, it, it's it fucks with, like, how you have to look at everything. So, like, it makes me feel sick, but it's absolutely worth it.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. And it's very scary.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm enjoying it a lot. I've recently... So, I've... uh, Confession, Andy. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've never played a Resident Evil game, but I've been so intrigued by the new one for the PS5, because I'm also in the exclusive club, my friend. Um, Very nice. PS5 owner. uh, It took so many... Attempts. My brother oh my uh, was
2: the one who was able to get it for me, but he, who pulled it off for you? My brother. My brother. Oh, he, like, that's he your got brother. one for
0: him, one for me, and I was like, "Oh my god, what a hero!" Wow, dude, yeah. I didn't even know you had one. That is that is crazy. But and all all that to say is that I. I really want to play this one. So I think I'm going to try to do that in October. Like make that my scary game Yes, and just get it. into it. And I'll have to hit, it. like hit you up about it. Yeah. 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 Please. Um, uh,
2: yeah. Hopefully I'll be, I'll be, I'll beat it by then. I've been like slowly working my way through it. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, sweet. Um, so that's a game you've been playing recently. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. is there any, like maybe before we, you know, we head to the break before we talk about road rash, is there, any like a game you didn't get to mention that you're like oh i, I can't walk away without bringing up this one talking about this one. uh let me think um i i played a lot of f-zero if Whoa. that was like
2: a game that people played the racing game i was obsessed with that game interesting uh, very cool because it's so fun i love how futuristic like the fucking cars looked uh-huh. and it was like so simple uh i always like i liked mario kart a lot because it's like fun mm-hmm. to play with your friends but
0: f-zero was like cooler mario kart like yeah it was just like badass Um, yeah you're in the super you're talking about the super nintendo one Mm -hmm. cool okay
2: yeah Um. because there was like an older one that i did have never played that one
0: yeah Yeah. oh Um, my goodness uh there's such like a a, like a metal edge to a lot of the games you like (laughs) you like you like this like badass stuff and like that and then aladdin yeah (laughs) yes and then there's the disney edge oh yeah well it's just it's funny you know i ha- like knowing you as just like one of the nicest people that you could ever run into not that it's like you know that badass stuff isn't nice but i just don't think that's something i would have guessed so uh wow thank you for sharing <laughs> about all that and of course if you want to bring up stuff later that you missed feel free yeah. um thank you. but what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break uh before we come back and talk about road rash so andy i will see you on the other side boom
1: Hello, my name is Jeremy Schmidt and I host a podcast called Video Games, A Comedy Show. We pretend like we are morning radio DJs within the Mushroom Kingdom for exactly five minutes per episode before dropping it all together. We cover topics like our favorite video games to take on vacation, the birthday roast of Mario, favorite Desert Island PS2 games, and infinity more episodes. If you like to hold a controller and are prone to laughter, well then Buster, I've got hours of stuff for you. Check out Video Games, A Comedy Show, anywhere podcast can be found
0: welcome back to call me by your game here of course with the piss king himself andy Bastillos, to talk about ps1's road rash um andy i forgot to tell you about this Mm -hmm. but um, so before we get into you know your personal history i always like to share a little bit of history and context with the listener just so that they can i'll get them up to speed on what exactly (laughs) this game is. Um, So if you happen to be like an expert and want to interject or add something, please do. Otherwise I'll probably just say a couple paragraphs of crap. I love it. No. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Here we go. So Mm -hmm. as um, Andy had told us earlier, road rash, at least the one for the PS one is a 1994 racing and vehicular combat video game originally published by electronic arts for the three D O Interactive multiplayer system. Um, A version for the Sega CD was developed and simultaneously released in 1995 to act as a bridge between the 3DO version and the Sega Genesis title, Road Rash 3. And the game was also ported to the PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and Windows. Oh, that was actually in 96. So I think the original came out in 94 now that I see this. Um, Okay. So yeah, I would have thought it was 94 too. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Uh, the game is the third installment in the Road Rash series and is centered around a series of motorcycle races throughout California that the player must win to advance to higher difficulty races while engaging in an in unarmed and armed combat to hinder the other <laughs> racers. I love that it it's like, it's unarmed, but also armed. Um, really funny uh, phrasing from Wikipedia there. Uh, the arrival... Of fifth-generation game consoles influenced EA to incorporate character sprites digitized from real-life actors, 25 minutes of live-action, full-motion video footage, and a soundtrack primarily consisting of licensed grunge music, courtesy of of A&M Records, including, like Andy said, Soundgarden, Monster Magnet, and Swerve Driver. I don't think I could, like, pitch like three funnier 90s grunge band names. Those are so <laughs> It's That's incredible. incredible. Oh, that makes you that makes me laugh. Um, Road Rash was released to critical acclaim and commercial success with reviewers commenting, uh, that, commending the 3DO's versions, advanced visuals, and grunge-based soundtrack. And reception to the ports were a little more middling, but they were still uh, pretty highly reviewed and were considered slightly... Dated by the time of their release I mean they came out two years after the original one and so had some other stuff by then um, that is it for the history and context do you have anything you want to add Mr. Bastios uh, um, no I feel like that really covers it uh,
2: um, that was the most scientific explanation of that game um, and I <laughs> the, loved
0: it uh, awesome cool uh, yeah, probably more perfect. scientific than necessary for the game itself but who cares <laughs> um, alright well let's us get into it my friend you had sort of you had told us earlier that you had a playstation growing up you're fascinated by the cd technology Mm -hmm. do you remember specifically how you got this game or was it just one that like appeared in your life uh it was like like i said
2: when i got that playstation it came with like a football game and Pap Rap of the Rap, I believe. I cool. might be wrong, but I believe that's those are the games that came with mine. Um, and so the n- next game I got after that was Road Rash. Okay. Uh, and I had no like, I didn't know anything about that it was like full of rock music or, or like, I feel like I 100% picked it because the front was a guy on a motorcycle sideways holding a chain in his fucking hand. Uh, And it was called road rash. So I was like, um, I have to get this. This looks very rock and roll. This Um, is my essence. Yeah. This is everything about me. Uh, uh, So I bought it and it's like, I feel like it it did what Tony Hawk ended up doing for me later. Same thing with Mm -hmm. like really good music that stays with you. And that makes you love the game even more. Um, Yeah. There's no world now where I can't hear Soundgarden every time I, like, I listen to Soundgarden or Monster Magnet. Those are like the two big ones I pulled out of that um, wow. game. But every time I hear it, I picture playing that fucking motorcycle game and yes. just whipping the shit out of other people on a motorcycle. <laughs> um, so I remember like playing it and immediately getting my little brother, like having forcing him to play with me so that I could hit him <laughs> Uh and how oh, much fucking fun right a passage. Uh but also just obsessed with that music. Um and it just yeah, it it forever stayed with me. It was uh I mean, a lot of there's not a lot of games that have good music. That's not really like a thing. Yeah. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like I can't think of other besides that and like Tony Hawk, other games that had like Grand Theft Auto maybe, you know, Especially, I think you
0: yeah, GTA does, especially licensed music. I feel like for whatever reason, it is a lot of sports games, or at least those are the ones that come to mind for me because uh, like Tony Hawk did the same thing for me. And, and honestly, any Tony Hawk game I play, I like do pretty much remember the music yeah. that was in that one. And there's also some baseball games and, and some other games that I played. But yeah, especially- was this, was this already like music that was right up your alley or were you saying that like you sort of got into this this style or this genre because of it?
2: Uh, no, this was – I was already listening – like I, I used to go to uh, um, Ecuador every couple of years when I was a kid. Oh, cool. And stay and – because st- my family's from there. So I would go there. And then stay there for two months, usually in the summer, and then wow. come back for school. Um, but all of my cousins on both sides of the family were always in bands over there. They were in death metal bands. Whoa. So like from the since I was very, very little, I'd go over and then they would play me fucking Sepultura and Pantera and like
0: oh <laughs> teach gosh. me how to like
2: scream and do all this like metal shit. It runs shit. in the family. Oh yeah. Everyone's <laughs> in the uh so I was like very, very obsessed. Um and I didn't but I did not really listen to grunge during that era. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I maybe had like a Nirvana tape somewhere, but um, I was more like metal-y. uh But,
0: mm.
2: and also I don't, I, I guess, I mean, Soundgarden is grunge, but to me it sounded more like just a metal yeah. kind of band because they were always, uh, you know, that's just kind of how it felt to me. But sure. um, yeah, it definitely got me more into that sort of world of, that sort of genre of music that was uh, like gnarlier and uh-huh. and sounded like like grunge just like dirty everyone's voices sounded like they were <laughs> kind of fucked up it was so different from like metal that was like cleaner and like you know very precise this was yeah. more like uh filthy there was a filth to uh, all the songs on this and it also but it also might be because the game was filthy it was like sure like I, like i said like uh the like lobby of the game is like a fucking gnarly toilet in like a <laughs> punk bar um everything's dirty uh all the characters you can pick are like covered in tattoos and like piercings and they like, have crazy hair uh um so like it might just be that the visuals and and what i was seeing along with that music m- gives gives that music that color for me that sort yeah. of like, stuff yeah
0: that, um, that, that's really, that's really cool to hear about that. I, I doing research for the game. Again, the characters you're talking about are these like, and, um, and let me know if you're talking about something different, but I saw mm-hmm. these character like illustrations that were yes. like, they were almost like out of like a mad magazine, yes. the way they look. They're Very so heightened. Sh- yes and i think that must have been like a trend in the 90s and they were like so nasty looking yeah um it almost was- had like
2: a i mean not a Ren and stimpy vibe but sort of like yeah like that kind of animation that is like are these like are these people melting like is something <laughs> wrong with their skin um but it's still cool you know yeah um, yeah uh oh i loved that and then also it had like real like they said like real uh Cuts video, and sequences yeah. of video of like dudes eating shit on a bike or like falling off or, uh-huh. or all that kind of stuff. So it was like cool to also see because I feel like at that time there wasn't a ton of that kind of stuff. Totally. Uh where it was like, oh look, the fucking PS1 can also just pretty much show crystal clear video yeah <laughs> in your games. Uh it yeah. was dope.
0: Those, when I see stuff, especially like from this era specifically, when like the tech could finally do it, but the games themselves weren't exactly, it's not like, you know, that was part of the gameplay. I felt like it almost, uh, it did a really good job of sort of being like, of showing you the people that you're seeing in this game, uh, what they actually look like and making it almost, not not necessarily grounding it, but giving you like a touch point. Yeah. Yeah. For it. So because I watched some of these videos and they're so funky. Um (laughs) sometimes some of the stunts that I saw are they're like so they're like really poorly acted, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. No, not at all. It was almost like endearing and seeing these people definitely pretending to be punk people, like with their with their like biker jackets and stuff, was just so great. It felt like
2: a game made by like friends who liked that music, but didn't look like they liked that music. Yes, so, absolutely. So so they designed this really, really cool game of what they wish they looked like.
1: Uh, <laughs>
2: and that's why they made everyone look so cool and badass, but they definitely probably didn't look that way in real life.
0: Yes, I think that tracks so hard because I think if someone, if the per, the creators were really close to it or that was their sort of, their own culture, not one that they wanted to be a part of as much. You, they mm-hmm. would have been like, no, that's not actually what that would look like, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because well, it's you always over have the top. a, you always have a punk in the room, right, Andy? <laughs> exactly. It's what they say. Uh, you always a punk in the room. Uh, it's yeah. Those were just like so. Um, they're almost like they're a little magnetic. Watching these videos uh, too, not to like linger on them too long, but I could definitely see the appeal, especially especially back then. Yeah. Um, so uh, about the game itself, um, from what I could tell, it was like there's a bunch of tracks, sort of varying lengths that you're like just hurtling down these, these tracks and, and sometimes fighting other people, sometimes not. What do you remember about the actual gameplay or anything that like stood out to you? Um, well,
2: it moved very, very fast, which mm-hmm. I loved. Uh, it was very, very fast. You're on a motorcycle um, and essentially you're just trying to get to the end. But um, there's obviously a bunch of cars. There's cops in the fucking street uh, yes. and there's other other people on motorcycles. Um, and if you hit a cop, you get arrested. Uh, if you bump into anything, you fly for motorcycle and you're like, sometimes you're fine and you can run back to your motorcycle. <laughs> and sometimes you'll like die or whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> uh also um as you keep playing it like in order to do more races you had to either win more stuff mm-hmm. um you had to just be good in order to move on to like the next races but also as you got got better you can get a better bike you can get a meaner weapon oh. uh, you can upgrade everything so by the end you're going super fast and you have like some big ass bat or a chain that like really beats people up um that's incredible. And it just became addicting to like because like technically you could try to beat the you could probably beat the game and do well avoiding bumping into anything or hitting people sure but you get really addicted to like can i hit this guy without falling off of my bike and not smashing myself because like you want to hit a guy on a motorcycle but there's a car coming and it yeah, fucks with your brain where you're like i bet i can hit him and uh-huh. still get around this car <laughs> and so you end up eating shit half the time but it's it's so fun to like wallop somebody yes um, on a motorcycle and if it's a cop it's so fun to do of uh, course you feel like such a badass um so i remember that about the like gameplay so good uh and i just i love anything that you can like upgrade and, and the games get easier you know yeah. what i mean like like that's i, I played spider-man thousand times for that Ooh, same reason where so i'm good. obsessed with like i have to get every suit i have to get mm-hmm. every single uh that way i can play through it and just see what it feels like to play it at like 100 percent, like god mode, perfection basically. exactly yeah um and so i loved that about the gameplay and also it was like easy um huh. uh that was like I think that's probably the only game I ever played with my family. Like besides me and my brother playing a bunch. Yeah. We would make my mom and dad play it. Uh really? <laughs> because like it was they were disgusted by all the cartoons and of all course. the like people with tattoos and stuff. Like, uh, um, uh, but they loved driving fast on a motorcycle and then they would laugh every time they would fall. Uh, and we would laugh at them for being bad at it. Um <laughs> But it was very simple, so they were able because you literally just hold down a button and go around stuff. You know, totally. What I mean? So it was simple to grasp, uh, but it was very fun and it was something that we like played a lot as a family, which was the only time that ever happened with video games. The rest wow. of the time, they didn't want to look at any video games, uh, but that was the one.
0: Yeah, that's that's interesting to hear from you. I I my family is like my sister always wants to play like a mario kart with me she'll even mm-hmm. be like hey w- when you're coming back for the holiday like don't forget mario kart and that's really great my parents less so um sure. so i can appreciate those very rare special moments at least like that we similarly have maybe some people are blessed with parents who love games but love uh, games, yeah. who uh i just those moments are really great so that's that's so cool! And of all games, I would have never guessed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, it was just very fun. It was, it was. I remember it being like something to look forward to. Um, also, the, yeah, they were bad at it, but it was just so fun for me and my brother to watch them eat shit. Totally. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool.
0: That's great. Um, you've uh, you've talked about playing with your brother a bunch. Um, mm-hmm. I do not think I even realized that there was like a a two-player mode in this. Do you rem- remember it at all? Or is it... I
2: uh, yeah. 100% don't remember if we either played against each other or just took turns. Sure. I feel like there was a two-player mode on this, but yeah, I might be... I might be... uh forget. I just remember playing with him. Yeah. Um, uh, and we played a lot of games together because there was one... Con- it was like the console was for us, essentially. It wasn't yeah. like... We didn't have separate rooms or anything, so whatever console we had was you know for both of us um definitely uh so we would play a lot of like that kind of stuff um
0: awesome
2: uh, yeah but then and then now i mean yeah obviously we both have the same console just in two different rooms yes uh uh, and we just lend each other games back and forth and stuff um but we don't play each other a ton just because i i end up playing now more you know single player Mm mm-hmm Uh, weird ass games where I'm in the dark yeah, uh, trying to scare myself
0: (sighs) fully immersing yourself into the most frightening things you can. Um, Uh, you were sort of getting into some stuff I was curious about. Well, first, my first question is, do you have any siblings besides your brother that you're referencing? Uh, no, I have a, I mean, I have two like half brothers in Ecuador, Mm -hmm. um, but they're
2: much, much older. Um, and I, and I like would see them, uh, when I would visit and stuff when I was a kid. But, um, in terms of like living with uh, yes. growing up with no, just my brother uh, who's four years younger. So I'm 34. He's 30. Um,
0: wow. Yeah. And that's amazing. That's okay. Much it, it, yeah. And you, so you shared a bedroom and is that where the, the console was hooked up? Was it in your room? Yes. We, uh, oh, hell
2: yeah. I, we shared a bedroom pretty much until I moved out when I was 21.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so very long time. Wow. Um, uh, and so the console was always in our room. Um and when I um because we used to live in an apartment uh where my entire family shared a bedroom. Yeah, uh, my mom, my dad, my brother, and me would all sleep on one big bed. Cause wow. it was like we were like broke and it was we had one a one bedroom apartment in in Astoria Um uh And so the TV was in there, console was in there. In the mornings, we'd make like my parents go to the living room so that we can play our video games in the bedroom. Uh, Hell yeah. uh, And then eventually moved to a different place in Queens. And then we had our our own room, but still same thing. Mm. Console was there. Uh, And we pretty much like anything... I feel like there wasn't really like any moments where he, there was a game he played that he loved only and that I never touched or vice versa. I think like whatever game we got into, we got into at the same time. You know what I
0: mean? That's Um, cool.
2: Yeah. So that's what, that's what happened with road rash. That's why he ended up
0: loving it. And he still loves those bands and those songs Uh for the same reason. Um, Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I just have my younger sister who I referenced Mm -hmm. and I did have a best friend growing up, which we kind of had a similar thing going on where we were kind of into the same game sometimes it would differ but for whatever reason i don't know if you resonate with this but sometimes like that connection you can have with somebody and a game is like almost what makes it special or defines that memory for me i don't know if that you can relate at all no uh yeah totally um
2: i feel like so many of i feel like tony hawk was really big uh yeah. with me and my brother for that same reason it was just like there was a time when that was all we played mm-hmm. all the time, wake up in the morning, play that, hearing those same songs, um, just being obsessed with the same thing. It's yeah. it's nice to be like super obsessed with something. And it's, especially cause we shared a room. Uh, mm-hmm. It was very nice, very easy to share a room when everything was like, hey, you wanna do this thing that I do? Great, you wanna listen to metal? Yes. Great, you wanna, like everything that we did was the, we were into the same kind of shit. Um, Totally.
0: So it made living together much, much easier. Uh, That's great. A lot more fun. Do you remember, was it, was it a sort of thing where like, because you're the older brother, he's either a, just kind of like looks up to you and is like into that stuff. Or were you sort of like dictating how that, how this goes? (laughs) Like if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah. Uh, I definitely, it was, I was the older brother for sure um because i like as soon as he was able to do stuff i was like trying to cuz the same way my cousins taught me about like metal and rock and roll and all mm-hmm. that shit i immediately was like check this out listen yes. to this band this is how you mosh <laughs> this is how you pit um uh and i would always get like him and his friends to listen to that stuff um
0: that's awesome
2: and now he's like obsessed with that like he's been he was driving me to chemo uh for these you know 6 months that I've been going uh-huh. um and I don't think there was one day where we didn't listen to like brutal hardcore yeah. on the way there and on the way back uh <laughs> and it's like great it's like just blasting hardcore and I'm just like laying there like thank god and just yeah like, nodding my head and it's, it's just <laughs> like an unspoken thing of like this is what we listen to this is what we like Yeah, um, uh windows down just blasting uh hardcore and I love it that's great. That's,
0: that's amazing. That's really cool that you two still, not that you're necessarily like both still obsessed with the exact same thing. Cause you, I don't think you've said that necessarily, but no. you still share that connection to those things you did love. And it's, I mean, that's a pretty special moment to have that present in. And, and I'm sure that meant something to you.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think, yeah, video games had a lot, I, I feel like, to do with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, because just, just like playing him heavy stuff won't... I don't think that's the the reason that he like got into it. I think mm-hmm. a lot of it was we would play video games. Like, yeah. Yeah, like the games we played a lot were the ones that had good music um, or we'd listen to like good music while we were playing some dumb game. Totally. Uh, but we were always listening to something heavy, something... Aggressive,
0: uh, I love that. Oh my gosh, what's what's his name, start. by the way? Alex, Al- Alex, Alex, yeah. and Andy. That's Alex my Andy. best friend, Classic. Eddie. Growing up, his older <laughs> brothers were Alex and Andy. So you know, uh, and Andy was the older one. So there it we was are. me all along. Oh, gosh I knew it, brother. Um, <laughs> well. Dude, I feel like you've shared so much, just wonderful stuff about your connection with this game and in your family and your brother. Before we um, move on to the fun segments I have prepared uh, uh-huh. at the end of the show for you, mm-hmm. um, is there? Would you mind like wrapping up your feelings or putting like a cherry on top of maybe what this game means to you at all? Uh, yeah, um,
2: I think for for someone who loved like heavy music and just all the the sort of coolness of this like alternative scene of, uh, you know, metal and stuff. Cause I didn't have, you you go to school at that age. Like none of my friends were listening to that. You know what I mean? (laughs) i come back from Ecuador with like Pantera CDs and it's like, I can't relate to any of these kids in school. They're for They have shiny things in their fucking backpacks and they're worried about their shoes. Uh, And I was like, just loving this other world. Um, Yeah and to find games, uh, or in this case, a game that connected me to that and also had like aggressive, cool stuff to it. Because I'm not an aggressive person uh, and I was never like a kid who got into fights or anything like that. Yeah. Um, But I love heavy music, I love scary movies, I love like brutal fucking shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like it, gets out that stuff out yeah, of me it's like the uh, without having yeah it's like the outlet, right <laughs> yeah um so i think having this game at that point kind of helped me find it felt like oh i'm not alone something understands me this video game yeah. kind of gets me uh the music's there the the coolness about this is there uh because that's what i always associated rock and roll with was like Everything's fucking cool. Everything's <laughs> badass if you're into rock and roll. And this yeah. game was perfect for that. It was like, Oh yeah, this is exactly very fucking cool. Like, um I loved it. So Yeah. That's rock awesome. and roll and, and uh and thrashing about uh on a motorcycle uh is a perfect combo.
0: No arguments here, my friend. Uh, well, well, Andy, uh, we're gonna do some fun stuff to close out the show. But thank you so much for sharing about that. That of was course. Uh, thanks for letting me. me. I haven't thought about this in a long time. Hey, it's what we like to do on this show, baby. We uncover that nostalgia. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've got two fun segments at the end. Like I've said, the first one is the fact me by your game segment, and this this Great. is just where I tell you a couple fun facts about the game itself. Um. Okay. So the first one I have titled Get in the Game. and uh, So here we go. Road Rash features character sprites that were, as we said in the opening, digitized from a live action cast um, largely consisting of the game's crew members. So the little, just the like sprites you'd see racing around and running and punching people, that was the crew members who were, it was like pretty early uh, digitization of of their movements, um, and uh, specifically Road Rash co-creator Randy Breen uh, portrayed the game's motor officers, so the cops that you could beat up or get arrested yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's um, so badass. Yeah, I feel like especially like early games that I've researched or learned about when they've incorporated these elements, it's usually the crew doing that. The crew it's, doing it right. Yeah, not necessarily, which makes it even hiring. more fun and more
2: yeah. like this. Is, it just feels like friends got yeah it just feels like buddy's going let's do this dumb thing hey why don't you be in it hey <laughs> yeah okay totally it's uh, a so similar fun.
0: thing i learned a similar thing for nfl blitz like the original game that they did was like yeah it was the developers doing all of like the stunts and stuff <gasps> i love that gosh um that's the first one the second one i okay. have uh, is titled FMV Heaven, which is full motion video. So as we talked about as well, the game features 25 minutes of live action full motion video. Um, The footage was directed by Rod Gross. The only last name you could have as a director (laughs) of these things. Um, And the motorcycle riders were portrayed by a combination of the game staff and local AFM racers in the area. So I guess while there weren't them yeah yeah like i guess that you know maybe there were more afm racers i think maybe we're spotting the staff that's like <laughs> dressed up to look like that's them. what we're seeing yeah yeah for sure um the uh yellow yamaha fzr 1000 seen in the videos was breen's own bike and was previously featured on the cover of road rash too uh A red Ducati Supersport 900, rented from a local company, was scratched in a botched stunt during the last day of filming. Uh, And since the motorbike couldn't be returned, EA's marketing division used it for trade shows before setting it up for display in EA's corporate lobby. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, interesting little factoids there. Um, I love that. That's the end of the Fact Me By Your Game segment. And the second and final one I have for you are some game recommendations. Uh, Now, Andy, this is my one uh, tie-in that I always force at the end of the show to the movie Call Me By Your Name where I'm going to treat Road Rash as your army hammer, your passionate summer love. And the next three games are going to be potential new romantic interests for you. Um, Some of these, one of these, you know, they could be Like shockingly similar to your last romantic flame. Some could be like out of left field or something you uh, just a little twist, perhaps. So here they are. Um, Okay. If you, Andy, want to play another violent PS1 bipedal game, I'll recommend to you Courier Crisis. Now, okay. This is a game that I just learned about recently because uh, uh, Adrian Snow, who's another. Uh, wonderful actor and comedian out here came on the show and she talked about it it's you play a bicycle delivery person uh flying around this city just on your on your bike and like you're you can punch people you're trying to deliver stuff on time it's it's wild and it kind of it reminds me of this slightly but your momentum stops all the time (laughs) okay i Um, feel like
2: i maybe have played that what was it for or what, what it, system was it
0: for it was on PS1 and maybe also Sega Saturn but definitely PS1 okay
2: yeah it sounds so familiar I never um, had it definitely but it the the gameplay of it sounds very familiar like something I either played at a friend's house a lot or
0: something it, it's I don't know if you ever played Crazy Taxi but it's kind of like yes I remember Crazy, crazy taxi. taxi but if you're on a bike and you get the shit kicked out of you all the time right so I'm sure that clears That's it up, right up uh, my alley. The second recommendation for you, which is interesting because you brought up something similar earlier today, is if you want a fast as hell, swerving and curving racing game, I'll recommend F-Zero GX, which is the GameCube F-Zero game. So I was so surprised when you brought that up earlier. (laughs) What's Wait, so that one, I assume, came out way – is that like a newer one at that point? Yeah, it must have been like – I, my guess is like 2003 or so on the GameCube. Oh, but it yeah, was, okay. Yeah, in fact, exactly. I think it's the l- most recent F-Zero game to be released, so they haven't made one oh, since, shit. but um, it's considered an amazing game, and it's perfect that you at least liked the other F-Zero that we talked about. Um, yeah. And lastly, Andy, is if you want a PS1 throwback, mm-hmm. and, and the thing that you can't lose from this game is the rashes. You just want... <laughs> All the rashes that you're to your little heart's content. Uh, <laughs> I'll recommend to you, Rugrats. Search for Reptar. So there's your final recommendation. I think
2: I o- wait, was that the only Rugrats game that came out for PS1.
0: I looked it up actually. Bunch... There's a bunch of Rugrats
2: games. Okay. I definitely <laughs> yeah. owned one Rugrats game.
0: Oh my gosh! I I know Rugrats. I retro. I don't I remember what it was
2: one. though. I have no idea what it was, but I remember loving it but also getting a headache from it all the fucking time. Really? Cuz I keep play like a baby so like yeah. to, like the movements are all exaggerated and everything is huge.
0: Oh my god. Games gosh. making me dizzy. Yeah, that's what's that's a real lesson <laughs> from today. Um yeah. well, that wraps up the recommendations and Andy that actually brings us to the end of the show. Um so Before we go, and again, I'd love for you, if you're down to plug your uh, channel and your Instagram and anything else you want before we do, uh, thank you truly so much for coming to do this. Uh, We haven't got to catch up in a while. I know things are a little hectic for you right now, but it means a lot. You've always been such a loving, nice person to me, and you're always like a person to be like, I want to be as funny as that guy, sort of a touchstone. So, uh, dude, thank you for doing this, and I can't wait to see you again soon, hopefully.
2: Thanks for having me, brother. Uh, yeah, it's plug and same stuff. Uh, Andy Bustillos uh, on Instagram uh, and on YouTube. A N D Y B U um, S T I L L O S. And only other thing I'm doing or I did um, while I had chemo, I got to do uh, a show that's coming out uh, for iHeartRadio, like a podcast oh. uh, thing, like a telenovela type podcast. Oh. Um, uh, and that comes out in September um, and there's like a bunch of really cool people in it. Uh, oh, cool. And I play uh, Raúl, a like pathetic boyfriend uh, <laughs> of like the main character girl. Um, and it's like very fun, very stupid. Uh, but I got to hear some of it today cause I had to do some like pickups today. Ooh. And it's so funny. Oh, it's good. so, so great. So I'm really excited for that to come out uh, this next month. Um, so look out for that. I'm sure I'll, you know, plug it on my Instagram. Yeah. And stuff.
0: Do, are you allowed to say the name of it right now, the title? The show is called Princess of South Beach. Um, <laughs> okay. But it has, I don't
2: think they've announced it yet. Uh, cool. Um, but it's like a telenovela about. Um, two twins. Uh, I don't even know how much I think I can talk about. Uh, it's a telenovela about, uh, me dating, uh, this woman who I think is the one who was into me, but she's actually her twin. Oh, very dramatic. Very, um, very telenovela E.
0: Awesome. But very, very fun. Very stupid. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I can't wait to, can't wait to listen to that. Well, I'll definitely put a link to at least the stuff that we can link in the show notes. Uh, so thank you again. I'll close us out with some plugs of my own. Uh, the cover art for "Call Me by Your Game" is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other wonderful work uh, at Glenn with two N's. Dot on Instagram. Uh, you can of course check us out on Patreon at patreon.com/supernpcradio, uh, where, like I said, we are doing every other Friday a big group club uh, gr- group book club style episode on the entire mainline Legend of Zelda series um, the most recent one that came out was the Minish Cap and a week and a half from this we'll have Twilight Princess uh, you can also check out our producer Jeremy Schmidt and his show Video Games Comedy Show, part of our network I am on uh, social media Connor underscore McCabe and sometimes I even stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69 That'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one. Bye!